listening to a PK Olawale sermon. Prepare to be blessed. Open your Bible with me very quickly to the book of Revelations in chapter number 3. It's amazing how God just changes things. It's exciting because that means he's going to do great things, but he won't tell you when you're preparing. He'll allow you to finish what you want to do then. He'll now tell you his own. So I'm saying, why don't you just tell me early? Revelations in chapter number 3. Hallelujah. Verse number 20. Good evening, sir. Where, where is mama? Oh, okay. She said, okay. I remember. Sir, nice to see you, ma. ma. Amen. This is, uh, it's been long. Some new faces. I've not seen some folks before. But, praise God. My name is PK. So, by way of introduction, we'll still meet. Amen. Revelation 3, verse 20. Can we read together in the chorus? No, please. I need you to read. So the Holy Ghost is the author of Scripture. Let him be happy you're reading his book. Observe the punctuation marks and read aloud, please. Want to read? Now, when I was a younger Christian, as an evangelist, I used this scripture a lot. Everybody knew me with this scripture. Jesus is standing by the door of your heart, you know, knocking. You know, we we'll go with megaphone early in the morning. Jesus I mean, just shouting and yelling. And, and this was my favorite scripture. But as I kept growing in the Lord, I found that Jesus wasn't talking to unbelievers. Don't forget that it is a letter to the church in Laodicea. It's a letter to Christians. Stay with me. It's a letter to Christians. So when I realized that that changed, you know, Jesus standing by the door, and it sincerely stands by the door and knock if you open, all right? But the original text was written to believers. Now, Jesus says here, please stay with me tonight. I need you to be pretty close. Jesus says here to his children, the church, says i'm standing by the door and knock now you're wondering if you're knocking which means you are outside of the door i mean i had one i had one office assistant when i was pastoring very 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 abnormal guy i've not seen his type before the guy was a revelation on his own he's the first human being i will see you call him to come into your office he knocks the door. He opens and he enters. When he's leaving, he knocks the door. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> on his way out, I have to tell him, Gabe, nobody's going to answer you on the other side. <laughs> so if Jesus is knocking, stay with me, please. I'm taking you somewhere. It simply means, though he's in the building, he's not in the... There's a particular place he needs to get access to. Now, he didn't tell us what door he was knocking. 
He only says, I stand by the door and knock. Door of your heart? No, we don't know. But we know that Jesus is in the house. For him to knock the door, he is in the house. Stay with me. What he says, I stand and knock. If anyone hears my voice. Now, please, stay here. Watch this scripture very well. The Bible is very excited. Now, with what does Jesus knock? I ask the question again. I told you about Gabe. Gabe knocks with what? His hands. With what does Jesus knock? His voice. He knocks with what? His voice, not his hands. Stay with me, we're going somewhere. So Jesus says, I'm standing by this door. We don't know what the door is. Okay? Now, in case you don't know, the Bible calls you a house. It says, uh, a city set on the hill cannot be hid. You are a house that's been building precept upon precept, line upon line, having one brick here, one brick there. You are wiser by experience. You learn through your pains, through your um, um, sufferings, through your joys, your breakthroughs, your happiness, everything that come together to make you who you are today. And the reason why you are still here is because God isn't done. When he's done, prayer doesn't stop that. It takes you home. Alright? So, um, you should also know, ladies and gentlemen, because it's not done, he's saying there's still an area I don't have access to. I'm in the house, but there is a door. You know, I don't know about you. There is always one place that says not to go to. And it's innate in man. And we don't know how to handle, don't go there. Don't go there is an invitation I thought I was the only one. It's an invitation to go there. Stay with me. So Jesus says, I stand by the door and knock. And how do I knock? My voice. If you open, you hear first, you respond to what you hear. Please stay with me. And you open to the beckoning of my voice. He says, I will come in. That shows me where was it before then? It was without. Now, don't forget, is this statement he made to his children, not unbelievers. So God is saying, there's an area of your life I don't have access. There's a part of the building that is, I'm excluded from entering. But you see, I don't want some part of you. I want all of you. Because the truth is this. God can't trust what he can't control. God cannot trust what he can't control. So if God can't tell you to not fight when you ought to fight, he can't trust you with his anointing. You will kill folks. So he says... Then I will come in and dine with him and he with me. Question. How many tables are in this passage? Thank you, sir. 
That's deep. How many tables are in this passage? Two, not one. No, let him raise his hand. He's welcome. Two. Now, two tables. One belongs to you, and that is where the first party will take place. The, after Jesus had eaten on your table, he now invites you to his. I will come in, eat with you, then I will now have an eating with you. In other words, I will finish your food first. After I'm done eating everything you have, I will now call you to mine. Now, please, stay with me. Don't lose that thought. Let me take you to John chapter number 6. Don't lose it, please. John chapter number 6. John 6. <laughs> I'll read from verse number 30. I'll stop at verse number 35. John 6, 30 to 35. Therefore they said to him, What sign will you perform then that we may see it and believe you? What work will you do? Keep running. Our fathers ate the manna in the desert as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you. Now please let me explain most assuredly. In King James Version, you see it as verily, verily. Now, when the God is trying to put some affirmation on what is already true and correct, okay, is deliberate emphasis. In other words, the word of God is here and amen. It can't be broken. Okay? The word of God is true. God doesn't need to tell you verily, verily. Okay, but when he says verily, verily, it simply means that what he's about to say falls within the realm of um, determined will now there are two lines of god's will number one is what you call is um no not permissive is what you call is uh desired will and number two is his determined will desired will now let me tell you what a determined will is determined will of god stay with me we're experiencing jesus determined will of god are the things that god has set his mind to do by purpose and cannot be influenced by your own decisions. I'll give you a typical example. Determined will has touched all of us. Let me give you a typical example. The family you are born into is a determined will. I don't know about you. If God gave me the opportunity coming from heaven, which family, PK, should I send you to? <laughs> I would say, God, Father. <laughs> I would say, let the queen bomb me. <laughs> queen Lizzie, she will bomb me. <laughs> Who doesn't want to earn money by doing what his mother tells him to do? Just sit down. And <laughs> Mommy says, get up, get up, you get paid. Then when is your birthday? Everybody, Ford will send you car. Everybody, because they know it's free adverts. He decided to send me to Pat Nathaniel. Olawale. <laughs> Brother, there are realms of suffering. <laughs> Woo, glory. I hear a lot of people say, well, thank God for my family. If God gave me another chance, I will pick them. I don't think so for me. <laughs> I'm not sure. 
Whoa! <laughs> I'm telling you the Jesus truth. I'm not sure I want my dad to be my mom. Whenever I, I mean, thank God, I mean, I wasn't really bad, but you know. <laughs> my dad beats me under the shower. I'm not joking. No. The shower will be running. He will strip me naked, put me under water. So that your, 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 the skin can be softened enough. A good ground to assimilate what is called. You know what I'm talking about, sir? The way you are laughing, we seem to be. Deep is calling to deep. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to pick mine. Now, that's determined will. It is determined. You don't choose who births you. You don't choose who your dad is going to be. You don't choose who your mom is going to be. Is in the realm of determined will. Anytime you see in scripture, number two thing that is determined is your gender. Your what? Your gender. Sister, brother, God decided it. Your gender. This is his purpose for you. Like it or not, go to the lab. Let them pump you with anything. You are still she or it or he <laughs> what am I saying brethren I'm saying it's determined but let me tell you what desired will is I will above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health as your souls prosper will every Christian prosper it's God desired will. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to will all come to repentance? No, it's a desired will. It's not every will of God that will happen. I take that again. Some of you are looking at uh, It's not every will of God that will happen. He desires it, but he won't have it. Not everyone will get saved. In all things, give thanks. For this is the will. Do we all give thanks in all things? No. His will, that desired will is, that's why it's called desired. This is what I would have loved, but I don't have it always. But whenever you see in scripture that Jesus says, verily, verily, to a true word that is already true, he's talking about determined will. Read your Bible differently from now. So anywhere you see Jesus say, Assuredly I say to you, Verily, verily I say to you, Sir, nothing can change it. Nothing can cut it. Even God cannot alter it. It is determined from the foundations of the earth. So Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, Moses did not give you bread from heaven. In other words, what came as rain from heaven called manna. Manna means, what is it? Jesus said, that one did not come from. <laughs> As well as I said to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven. What did he give them? That's why the kids don't know what is it. 
But my father gives you the true bread from heaven. Keep going. For the bread of God is not a material. The bread of God is a person. Say, for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven. Now that tells me, number one, you must understand because one of the reasons why a lot of us can operate in a different dimension with Jesus because all we think of Jesus is when he was born by Mary. For us, that is the start of his existence. That is the greatest lie Satan can put in your heart. In fact, that is the greatest blockade any believer can have. That all you think, whenever you think of Jesus, what you think is immaculate birth and that boy that was born in a manger and the three whatever came to sorry not three the wise men came and the shepherds heard of him that is the picture of jesus you have you have no understanding of his existence when there is no time you have no understanding of the fact that he's not inferior to the father he is the father for the bible says unto us a child is born Unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God. And how can a son be a father? The Bible says, Revelation 22, I am the root and the offspring of Jesse. How can you be the source and the child at the same time? If you don't have, if all you think of the Jesus you serve, the Jesus, you know, the Jesus you call is that guy that started when Mary started. You will only get from him. You, you not know him. Oh, you not know him. The true revelation of Jesus is the fact that he is God. He is not inferior to the Father. He I don't know whether I should say this one. <laughs> the father did not send Jesus. The father did not send because we always quote the scripture for God so that he gave who is God? He gave himself. The father did not say Jesus come and go for us. What did the father say? Who we? The Bible says, Revelations, sorry, Philippians 2, it says in verse 6 that Jesus, though he be God, he did not think it robbery to be equal with God. We get to that tomorrow. But stay with me still. So he says, who comes from heaven and gives life to the world? Verse, next verse, please. Run, run, run. Run, brother. Next verse. Or sister. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread. Always. How often? Always. Next verse. I love this. And Jesus said, and God said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me I need your attention here again. You miss this one, you'll, I'll lose you in a few minutes. 
Please, can we read verse 35 together? Want to read slowly? Want to read. And Jesus. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Jesus is serving a meal in this passage. Sir, can I have, I can pick one, right? Thank you so much, sir. Stay with me. Now, this is bread and this is wine. Which one is meant to fill hunger? The bread or the wine? The bread. So he says, He who comes to me shall never hunger. So what do you need? This is one that, what do you need to get this? To come. To come means come and fellowship. Let's have private time. Let's just me, you, lovers just sitting. In other words, for you to get the full import of the bread, which is the one that satisfies hunger. Because the truth is this, you need the meal for life. You need the meal for life. Blessed are those who and because he says what the bread does and the wine does has to come together. It is better that those who hunger and thirst. So he says if you come you will get this. And that's why Jesus, if you read further, I don't have time. Jesus said to them, uh, if you don't eat of my flesh, <laughs> you are not, in other words, if you don't eat this bread, if your hunger is not satisfied, then it seems mm, something is wrong. In other words, I will not be able to show myself to you. So let's go to the next one. He who shall never, what do you need not to hunger? Come to him. What do you, and that's fellowship. What do you need not to thirst? Faith. So if you don't believe and have faith in this, it's useless. But stay with me still. Back up to Revelations and chapter number 3. Verse 20 again. Stay with me. So I need fellowship. <laughs> Do you know why we are called the body of Christ, not the blood of Christ? Because see, when we come together, some people are still staying at home. Satan will finish them. We are praying for them. I'm telling you, it is deliberate. The Bible says, Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpens iron, so does the man sharpen the countenance of his friend. Verse 19, as in water, face answers to face, so does the heart of a man to a man. We took sweet counsel together. We went to the house of the Lord in company. Say, brethren, Acts 10, Hebrews rather, chapter, says, not forsaking the assembly of the saints together. There is a reason. Bible says, and when they were gathered in the upper room, See, gathering is one. One accord is another thing. See, Jesus told them, wait here until the Holy Ghost comes. They had waited. The Holy Ghost could not come until they 
got to the point where they were in one accord now the bible says if you need to enjoy the benefit of the bread which is my body and that's why his body is called the body of christ you and i and brother the beauty of the body co-pantel me i feel the anointing the beauty of the body brethren is the fact that you can kill it you can destroy it you can put it in the grave but we don't stay dead we don't stay dead why 72 hours we'll get up again there's something called resurrection it is only in the body of christ you talk about resurrection But there is always a gap time when we always need one rich man, a Joseph of Arimathea, that will fill in the gap, that will make sure that foxes and foals and crows do not feed on the body. That will make sure, brethren, that the body is put in the right place at the right time. And brethren, this body of God is not cheap. It is not cheap. That's why the Bible says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse manners of persecution why do you know the time when we are most beautiful is the time when we are going through he was born lowly when he died he was buried with the rich <laughs> y'all listening when he was buried he was buried with the rich go and read your bible the bible says that that sepulcher was unique it was this guy was rich and connected he was a member of the sanhedrin you think it's easy for you to walk up to the Roman to uh, Pilate and ask sir give me the body and Pilate said release it is my friend let it go a man of influence the bible now said he the finest of linen that's why brethren when it seems as though life is pulling you God is dressing you up God is what dressing you up that's why james 1 2 says count it all joy when you fall into diverse manners haven't you noticed we multiply better under persecution and the apostles scattered and went to all places so mightily grew the word of god and it prevailed stay with me still we're almost there so he says what do you have on your table jesus is saying before i could invite you to mine i need to eat on yours and brethren that's an order we don't feel comfortable with we feel jesus should serve us his table irrespective of our disposition to him it doesn't work John chapter 4, we see more of that tomorrow. Bible says he came to a woman at the well, Sychar, Samaria. And the Bible says Jesus said to him, Give me to drink. Give me to drink. I must take, I must eat on your table before I invite you to eat mine. And the woman said, I'm not worthy to give you my own water. You are a Jew, I'm a Samaritan. Jesus, now that's an acceptance. The moment she said that Jesus now said if only you know the person talking to you you will ask him and he will give you rivers of living water 
And this woman said, please give it to me. Now, Jesus asked for a cup of water. What did he offer? River. He simply tells me, if you allow Jesus on your table, whatever you serve him on your table, he amplifies it, multiplies it, pressed down, shaking together, running over. He now gives you on his table. You give him your life, he serves you his own. I say that again. You give him your life, he will serve you his own. You give him your time, he will give you eternity. You give him your resources. He will give you his storehouse. You give him your will. He will make you live in his will. What is on your table? Psalm 128 verse 3. Two tables. Your wife is on your table. Your husband is on your table. Your children are all around your table. There's provision on your table. There's talent on your table. There's ability on your table. There's time on your table. There's time on your table. There is time on your table. There is your will on your table. But the Bible says, when it comes to the dinner between you and me, there should be no other. I will come in and sup with him. He didn't say them. So what he's saying, if you are going to know me, this is not a family matter. Uh, nah I need no other argument I need no other plea it is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. Now listen, brethren. The beauty of it is this. Exactly what you serve Jesus on your table is what he returns to you in multiple fold. Give me water. Take, sir. I'll give you river. Give me your life. I'll give you my own. Give me your time. <laughs> then I'll give you not just eternity. You have divine moments. You have divine experiences.
Now, what do you have on Jesus' table? I told you, your table, there are provision, there are lots of things. Your family is there. But when it comes to your dinner with Jesus, it's you and him alone. I will come in and shop with him and he with me. I love praying with my wife. We'll pray together once a week. I look forward to the prayer time. I'm not talking of daily devotional. I'm talking of prayers. <laughs> All right? <laughs> not the one. Uh, prayer point for today. After the, I'm talking of prayers, okay? You could be there for three, four hours. All right? But I, I, I cherish my moment alone with Jesus. Because I'm not going to... You know, in heaven, there's no couple. Eh? I'm not going to stand before Jesus as P.K. Bola's husband. Nah. One of the mysteries for me in heaven is the fact I will say I recognize and there will be nothing. Like, I'm not loving you. You are just it. <laughs> you know, all of us will be it. <laughs> the Bible says in heaven there is no marriage. Still a mystery to me. There are only two things on Jesus' table. Only two things he serves. And in the night in which he was betrayed, he took the only two things on his table. He took the bread and broke it. And said, this is all I have on my table. I know you are looking for cars on my table. I don't have it. You are looking for houses. I don't have it. You are looking for promotion. I don't have it. I just realized that this is not the old church. <laughs> so I had to retrace my steps back to the pulpit. <laughs> I love walking around. <laughs> old things have passed away. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I'll get used to it. So these are the two things I have. This is my body. If you understand that I'm giving you this so that you keep coming. That's why it says, do this in remembrance of me. The people that, have you noticed that the Bible did not say the people in the wilderness, what did they, why did they perish? Did they, why didn't they get to the promised land? Is it because they were not coming to God or because they didn't have faith? They didn't believe. In other words, that's why manna is not enough. They kept eating the bread. There was no wine. The bread is fellowship. It is the wine that is the faith for entrance. And that's why they never had it. If you understand this, and you begin today, brethren, personal fellowship, life is getting busier and busier. It's deliberate. But brethren, somebody say, pastor, it's not as easy as before. I disagree with you. The Bible says where sin abounds. Grace abounds much more. When was the last time you did 24 hours alone with God? I'm not talking of you praying. Just shut yourself in. Let someone else come and take care of the kids. But you see, you, pastor, you don't understand. You can always get a babysitter when you want to go for a party. Not for prayers. And you want to experience Jesus uh -uh. 
when it's time to travel, you will get. But to time to spend with Jesus, they're always very busy. And that's why we come eat, nothing happens. So Jesus is, you can't encounter Jesus so, and nothing happens. C'est pas possible. It is not possible. Sir, it is not possible. It is not possible that you'll encounter Jesus. And please, let me explain to you. Don't think that the miracles that Jesus did here is what makes him God. Everything he did here, he did as man no. That's why he told us these works that I do. All of you will do more. So, <laughs> he to reveal himself. Let me show you, wasn't, he didn't do it as God. John 17, 5. He said, Father, the glory I left with you. <laughs> in other words, what makes me God? I left it in heaven. Alright? I came to the earth. I emptied everything. So if Jesus was to reveal himself as God, what he would have needed to reveal himself as God, he left it in heaven. So what you see here is what the Holy Ghost enabled him to do. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good, healing them that were oppressed of the devil. For God! And God is with you to do the same. But brethren... I sincerely apologize if I'm wrong. I don't know how you can experience Jesus and be depressed. I've, I don't know the possibility. Because let me leave you there. This Jesus is not a picture. Thank God there was no phone when he came. People have taken selfie with him. Why will you eat this and nothing is happening to your body? Why? Because you didn't actually come for fellowship. If you came for fellowship, your disposition in church will be different. You won't be meddling with your phone in front of Jesus. Be answering WhatsApp in service in front of Jesus. Paegin, I saw the message myself. Paegin was in faith camp. I think one of the last ones he did before he passed on. And they were asking me, he said, people asked me, I said, why aren't we seeing the glory of God the way we used to see it in our, in our fellowships? He said, the simple answer is this, people no longer have regard for God. No, because you can't see him, you don't know he's here. We say it's his house, but we don't address as his house. And brethren, we don't treat each other as though we are of that one body. I've seen, to the glory of his name, I've seen six people, stone cold dead. One of them dead for days. Jesus brought back to life. And brethren, it wasn't because anybody even did anything. 
one of them I can't remember I think it was just God will just have us laugh and someone that died in church came back alive brethren you can't have the real experience of this Jesus and he has told us what we need to do allow me come in if you hear my voice like I'm knocking tonight and you open I will come to your table but that table doesn't need a crowd three is a crowd serve me your time serve me your money serve me your will lose the right to decide who you marry because <laughs> you don't even know tomorrow lose the right to decide what job you should do you don't even know tomorrow lose the right to do some things hand me the rights and let me handle on business on your behalf when we take this brother this tells me that pastor dofia who is from another mother is closer to me than my blood brother who doesn't know jesus because as, as at this time me and him are eternal partners and my brother is not but thank god i don't have a brother that is not saved this please don't think raising of the dead is he it is the cheapest thing who created life who created death what are we talking about Paul stood before the council in Rome why should any of you think it a big deal for God to raise the dead you are talking of life itself God can make a, a mountain run mountain like move run the only one who uses gasoline to quench fire and now says second thing on my table the blood this is the blood of my new covenant now you notice that the body of was not of the covenant the body is broken for you The body doesn't have a voice. It is the blood that has. The Bible says, but we come before the blood of sprinkling, 1224, that speaks better things. This is the one that speaks before the king for you. This is the one that tells Satan that that justification of punishment is trying to bring on you because of the wrong you did he can't being justified therefore by faith we have peace with god can we stand to our feet and pray my faith has found put that put the hymn on the screen please My faith has found a resting place, not in divine or creed. I trust 
ever-living one His wounds for me shall flee Say I need no other argument And I need no other plea It is enough that Jesus died and our second stanza enough for me that Jesus saves these hands my feet and doubt a sinful soul I come to him He'll never cast me Oh, I need no argument I need no parode kapale It is enough that Jesus died And that he died My heart is leaning on the world, the written word of God. Salvation by my Savior's name, salvation through His blood. I need no It is enough that Jesus died and died for me. My grief is in Shen heals his he heals the sick. He heals the sick for me his breath. Shah's blood is shed for me, his life he gave. I need no other argument, I need no other plea. It is enough. I need no other argument. I need They came to him and said, sir, we've been looking for you everywhere. Jesus said, you're not looking for me because you want to know me. You're not looking for me to experience me. You're looking for me because I fed you yesterday. And no offenses, he feeds. He meets needs. He gives jobs. Gives breakthroughs. He does it. You don't need to be a believer to get that from him. Truthfully. 
but he says i need you to experience me now i don't want you living on handouts anymore i want you to be the one handing out allow me to live my life through you period that's all he'd been knocking on the door i don't know about you that was that was a part of my life i struggled with so much so much as a young man i gave jesus everything i knew i knew he wasn't just interested in saving me i knew that my will you know what your will is will the fact that you are saved does not mean he controls your will it has to be handed over to him deliberately so there was this one door i refused to open jesus kept knocking you know when he knocks you go to church you are hearing someone even when choir is singing they are singing <laughs> one brother came to church once for you to know the power of jesus the guy loves drinking He's a brother that kept struggling with alcohol. Gets drunk badly. So, God, Jesus showed up in their church that day. And he didn't know something in him had happened. He came out for a prayer. And the prayer was very simple. There was nobody falling or anything. He left church straight to the beer parlor as usual. The last song we sang that day, You will never be the same again jesus is here and his spirit is in uh -huh. now that was the song we sang this is the testimony he said later when he got there and he told them to give him guli that's good he loves good <laughs> cold one the woman the woman in the beer parlor they they freeze his drink especially on sundays after service he'd been doing it for long but brethren something shifted he didn't know it he went there this is his own testimony that the moment they put the bottles in front of him he began to hear the bottles sing you will never be the same again good at singing you will never be the same again good at telling him jesus is here <laughs> Fills the room. He stood there. He said he was staring at it. He said the bottles were singing. That was the last time. He sat down in front of alcohol. You can't come to Jesus. Experience Jesus and remain the same. The evidence of you meeting Jesus is not your house. It's not your money, it's not the blessing, it's not the breakthrough. It's a changed you. This woman, simple encounter. Same pot she's been using for several years. Bible says she met a river. I don't need a pot anymore. You've been laboring for what is small. Please, blessing is the cheapest thing God gives. That's not what this life is about. 
Nah. This life is to continue the Jesus that walked on this earth. Same thing he did in the body. He wants to do. Keep living through you. But he needs your allowance. Standing by the door. Knocking. When will we enter into this realm of relationship now? When will I still use you to open the blind of that person in the family? One day I had, I was overwhelmed. When I mean overwhelmed, I was seriously overwhelmed. I had almost 12 cases of stage 3 and 4 cancer that I was handling from different places all over the world. I said, Jesus, I said, Lord. So I was going to go into a long fast. I said, Lord, my brethren will not die. And Jesus told me, don't fast. He said, you don't need two drops of my blood for cancer. The same blood that drops for headache is the same dimension cancer needs. Don't treat it specially. My life changed. You know, we see some situation. Ah, <laughs> we see some, we see some wall. Ah, somebody is going to demonstrate here. Nah. Says, no, you need to come to understanding. And it showed me some scriptures. My life changed. Nine of them, free. We lost, we lost the remaining. But what am I saying, brethren? From that day, dead though, Cancer state four, state three, all that is English, trenchy. It's English as far as I'm concerned. Why? Jesus revealed himself. He's more real to me than you standing. And that one I can't give you. There is no amount of teaching that will give it to you. It is in the secret place. When you come, the body is broken. Then you now see what's inside the body. It's nice. What do you want? You see, it's still the same knock. You've heard this knock before. Probably came in a different form. You're going to eat again. You're going to drink again. Then you come back again and eat and drink again. And... The sacrament is now a ceremony as it were. But now, we are not here to recharge battery. Nah. This is not. Is it electrolyte or whatever that recharges battery? No. No. Pastor Odofia's hand. You see in his left hand. He has a ring. You gave him the ring. <laughs> I'm not assuming. I know. <laughs> you gave him the ring. Do you know what the ring is? It's a token of the covenant. The agreement we made that we will be together until death do us part. The only communion is like that. That is the ring Jesus put in the hand of the church. That's why it says, anytime you do this, remember our love. 
Remember our our love. Let it question you and ask you, Peter, do you love me more than the house? Do you love me more than the breakthrough? Do you love me? If I don't do anything again, we will still be in love. If I don't answer your prayers, we will still be in love. That baby, if I don't give you baby, we used to be in love. Until the love means more than the baby. Until the love means more than the house, the job, the breakthrough, Satan will keep plaguing you. Trust me, I say this by understanding. Come experience Jesus. I expect you after this weekend, you have begin to have some personal time. Pick what I do I do there. Sit. Open your Bible. Just read. Don't read genealogy. Eh? Read story. Tell the Holy Spirit, I'm here to sit. And I'm not getting out of here until you show up. Stay with it. Oh, but I sleep. Wake up. Continue. The person you went to meet, neither sleeps nor. No problem. He doesn't have a problem with that. We don't get to run in a day. Precept on precept, line upon line. But tenacity tells me I must stay there. He will show up. So God did not send me here to, for him to change your situation. He wants to change you. When he changes you, your situation will be too small to handle you. Can we, can we distribute this, Pastor? Is it okay? Father, we thank you and consecrate this. This is not an element. This is not a token. This is your body. And this is your blood. Lord, we take it in reverence and understanding. The Jehovah Lord God Almighty, here we remember covenant. We remember that sin has no power over us anymore. We remember that, Lord, that the power of death is broken. The law of the spirit of life in Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death. We remember that we are justified by faith. And therefore, Lord God Almighty, no accusation can stand against us. We remember that, Lord, sicknesses, infirmities, and diseases were destroyed on Calvary Street. For upon your body you took the stripes that set us free from that mandate. We walk in liberty. In Jesus' name.